Evan the third host and D Mac. Uh, we go over things that relate to hip hop culture in no particular order. But this is gonna be our special uh year in review slash news episode. What's going on, D Mac? Not much, man. Just living life, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh the people missed us last month, but I was able to put in um an episode of me and another of the uh hosts from the from our network talking about our top three favorite wrestlers. So, so like still fit like our show for, for our week, but yeah, but something I'm putting there in the meantime, but now we are back. Yes, sir. And, um, I think that this year in a review might be the best year in review of any, of any media thing in the world, because that's because we typically do the best work. But first we got to talk about all this fuckery that's happening. <laughs> um hmm so much fuckery so where do you think we should start with the fuckery we'll go ahead and start off with uh the soldier boy rant Drake! <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah um as everyone who listens to this show probably knows, Soldier Boy has gone off on a tirade and a rant about Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Never is. <laughs> <laughs> because he he was upset and offended that people were uh, had the audacity to say that perhaps Tiger had the comeback of the year 2018 when he feels as though he had the comeback of, of the year 2018. Um, because reasons, I guess. I don't really know why he felt that way. Cause what did, okay. So what did 20, what did soldier boy do in 2018? Like I know that he's on that marriage, marriage boot camp show, right? Yeah. He just on the we network that I don't think I even get. Yeah. He just trying to take credit for any and everything. He ain't really on nothing like that. The whole, like, he got that video game that came out, which I knew a little bit about, but I didn't know all about it. Basically, he basically created his own console, but has all the games from Mario, Sonic, and everything all in one, in one system. But he bought it legally and copyrighted legally to do it. 
But then I think it still was some other loopholes because all of a sudden, soon as he sold out, he literally erased the video game off the like market. Like you can't even see it no more. Oh, but he said he's gonna yeah, yeah. But he said he's gonna bring it back. He's gonna bring the game back. He just said they sold out. But I think it I literally think it was something else behind it though. Because you can't a lot of people got uh copyrights on them games, man. They got licenses on them games. He claimed that he bought them legally, so but we'll see though. I, I think some folks think like, nah, ain't no way in the world you gonna put all these old school games into your system and then say that, yeah, I bought it. It was me, this, that, and the other. Just like I just saw on Twitter that over the, the day or yesterday, mm-hmm. he was saying that, oh, some guy, uh, I don't know, he may have been a vice president of something, uh, Nintendo or something like that. He up here talking about some, oh, no, you're retired because of me. I, because I sold more than y'all. That's the reason why you retired. Like, I was like, this dude here, oh my goodness. Can I take, <laughs> Trying to take credit for everything. It sounded like Lil Richard. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. Like Lil Richard. Yeah. That's what, that's the ego he got. Even though Lil Richard, I can understand him on the other hand, cause it was back in the day and people was stealing music and all that other shit. So you can't take credit, but he tried to take credit and the credit ain't there. Yeah. He sounds like Lil Richard and Stan Lee, cause Stan Lee, RIP, also took credit for a lot of shit that, uh, he, he didn't actually do. But, the thing about that council, though, the thing about the council, right? Um, I've I've seen several videos talking about like breaking down how that shit worked, and then like, we'll get into like his rants. But um, he essentially took an existing product that a company out of China made, so you can buy that same exact game council for the handheld and for the home council from this company o- over Amazon without Soldier Boy's name on it, and it's cost mm-hmm. like. 40 bucks less so essentially he what he essentially did he licensed it from them then put his name on top of it so it's not like he even designed a gaming system for handheld and all that shit he basically got some fucking he found a company that was making a bootleg emulators that have a license to do it in like other countries not america so so when you buy from this from this company on amazon it ships over from china or asia somewhere well somewhere in asia so technically it is legal for them to sell it from that country not but like they couldn't have how can i put it they couldn't reside in america and sell that though those councils but essentially he, he he licensed it from them and put his own he put his name on it that's why the box is a generic ass box that doesn't have his name on it so it's essentially like um the best way that i can equate it if you uh, recall back when we worked at that chicken place uh in our teens that one individual will go will go to new york buy all the bootleg clothes and come back here and sell it so that's essentially yeah. the same thing that Soldier Boy did to that uh, game console. But because of those two very minute things, he feels as though he had the, the comeback of 2018 when he didn't manage to have any songs that were as hot as uh, Taste, 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 Let Me Get Our Taste. <laughs> Which I think was an overrated song, but in terms of in terms of Tiger being where he was and then having a hit that, that was definitely uh, popping out here, Tiger probably, and rap-wise, they have the comeback of 2018. I I think that goes without saying. Yeah. So, he he had his little cocaine rant on um, <laughs> Instagram Live. Then he got, then he, he did what was his ultimate goal, and he went on 
the Breakfast Club and had a hilarious interview. Pro- probably one of the best ones they had in the, in a while. And then he went on Everyday Struggle and and, and actually dropped some jewels and uh, dropped some wisdom. But it, it, I could tell that everything was pretty um orchestrated. And then what he wanted to do ultimately was to prove his point and get hot musically, which he tried to do because he put out a song maybe a day or two after he was on everyday struggle, but it was definitely struggle bars. Yeah. Cause that shit was not, that shit was not it. And the least yeah. it. but he, he did kind of win though, because he fucked black China. Oh Yeah. <laughs> So and that chess match, he, he did win, and then he did bring up some good points. And I, and I watched a video on maybe G- Genius or Hip Hop DX on YouTube, and they broke down some of his claims and how people did cop well not copy him, how people were inspired by him, and, and then did shit that he did. But which it is true for the most part. But like, but but when he said that he was the first rapper to get hot off YouTube. He, he he probably was, but that's where everything was going anyway. He just was a little bit ahead of the curve, but they didn't follow him, in my opinion. Everything was everything was already going that way. He just did it first. So, meaning... Mm, yeah, pr- pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I still give him credit that he did do it. He was, like, the first ones to do it, but... And then after that, everybody pretty much blew up, but that's how you blew. So, I'll give you credit for that, but don't Try to say that everybody's on your style, everybody's on right. your beat. Like that, I ain't gonna lie though, that Ariana Grande son do kind of mimic kind of, uh, what's it called? Uh, Put it, point, swag. Yeah, it really does mimic that. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna lie, but I'm not gonna call her no thief on Twitter. Like, oh, you thief. Oh, you this. Oh, you that. Like, are you serious? I mean, I mean, like, that's just paying homage. Well, Ariana, if, if, from what she was. If she was a thief or whatever, whoever made the beat, you should be going at them and then going at Ariana Grande. So whoever made the beat, whoever produced it for her, you should talk to them because if you think they're a thief, then they should be giving you some money. Right. Technically. Right. That that sample should be like, hey. But sometimes I just found out because I was listening to the main fresh on uh on this uh satellite XM radio. Uh-huh. He was saying how on certain beats, he was taking, and it was even from back in the day. You, he even had to, he he didn't have to get nobody on sample. He was clearing it easily because just a, he was saying just a couple of tweaks of the beat. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. You, you, then he said you don't have to clear it through nobody. It, it it's literally a different beat completely. So those laws was, are so are so intricate man and then also ah, yeah. i think if Real. you if you replay it yourself then then like it doesn't count either so uh because i because in the pimp c autobiography so of course i have to put my pimp c a reference in every episode um <laughs> he was saying how on the first ugk album the samples weren't clearing so he had to go back into the studio and basically um I think it's called interpol- interpolation or something like that. So basically, he redid the uh, parts he wanted himself. So like, yeah. that didn't count. And also, to me, that song more so sounds like Two Chains. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. I'm riding around and I'm getting it. Yeah. Because that's basically what she says. 
Yeah, for real. Um. Yeah. So the 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 biggest thing that he did in this whole situation was fuck Black China, but which I think that he, he could have fucked Black China anyway. Cause I don't think she's that picky. Um, not that I'm judging her, of course, but that's probably his biggest win. Um, <laughs> let's see. Then we've got uh, as we record this, as of I think it was two days ago, R. Kelly got indicted on ten charges on child molestation, nah, some, some, some yeah. I don't even know if it was child or was it just something totally different. I don't know. Or sexual harass, not sexual. Uh, misconduct or some shit? Some shit like that, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the lawyer dude was saying that one of the girls in this 45-minute video was 14, and, and then in the video, she was saying, oh, I got this good 14-year-old pussy, don't I? And then you're like, yeah, this is a good 14-year-old pussy. So, um, so maybe the chickens have finally come home to roost for R. Kelly after uh, all of this cancel culture has been as we t- talking about. I tell you, mm-hmm. I tell you what, if this dude ends up skipping, like getting over on this, I don't want to hear a motherfucking word about R. Kelly. Period. If he ended up getting a green light, like don't get indicted with none of this shit. No felony charge, no nothing. Or if it's just some lawyer fees, you pay this shit, and I'm done with it. All I'm gonna do is say, don't fuck with this dude no more. Um, period. <laughs> no, no, but like he got indicted. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I'm talking about like if he end up getting convicted, like saying, hey, if he get off, if he if he ends up getting off of yeah, this, okay, it's done. Just leave this man alone. You get because you you won't beat him. That because this that'll be the second time. The first time they had to tape. Yeah, but <laughs> shoot. Technically, technically the third time, man, because uh, when he married Aaliyah with the false false documents, that's the first time. Yeah, and then like that got swept under the rug quick. Then the second time was like uh, when he did the pee come pee on that girl. So this is technically the third time. Yeah. Um, but I hate to say it, no, I. I can't say that I hate to say it, but at, at this time, I think they might get him, man, because this is a different era now. Um, I don't think that people are getting shit, like, swept. Uh, I don't think the people have the power to get shit swept under the rug anymore because because of the current climate. Well, I said it, but at the same time, 50 Cent basically um, put out a porn of uh, T.M. Marie I know. And she lost. And she got to pay him. Yeah. She got to pay him. <laughs> but her lawyers are probably trash though, because like, she's broke as fuck. <laughs> and she don't want to pay him die. Yeah. He, he, you know how he is. That dude trolling like a motherfucker too. Because he's a fucking genius, man. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yep. But they got him. Um, also, to that point, the one that we didn't talk about in our. Uh, pre-recording meeting this is this bridge is off of um 50 cent did did you see that ja Rule video no nah, i ain't seen it <laughs> it's fucking hilarious man so uh he was at the halftime show at uh i think at the bucks uh basketball game yeah so he came out and then i seen 
so many times more. So I, I, I can do the entire thing for his it's, it's 30 seconds. He comes out and he says, yeah, they're talking about his 90s night. <laughs> but I'm a 2000s artist. But I guess my album came out in 99. So are you ready? He said, <laughs> I said, are you ready? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> yeah, just like that? Yeah, just like that, bro. Crickets. Wow. And then he said, I guess not. <laughs> and then he started doing his song. <laughs> <laughs> Ja Rule is a human L factory, bro. He cannot, yeah. he cannot get L's, man. I, I, I'm not sure if it's because it's fucking Milwaukee. I'm not sure if it's because it's Ja Rule, he's just trash. I'm not, or I'm not sure if it's because of Fire Festival. Like, that whole fucking uh, debacle. But it, it was sad. Now, there is a video that had it from different angles uh, higher up in the balcony. And then some fans were saying, hey, yeah, and all that shit. But it still was very, very... It wasn't like they were... Uh, a pandemonium in the audience. It was so very low and subdued. That's funny. And then like 50 talking about it, uh, this dude on IG named Rob Edit Skits, I think his name something like that. He did like a little flip on it, but it's fucking uh, hilarious. If you type in um, uh, Draw Rule Halftime Show, uh, like it should pop up. But then now the... Uh, Biggest news story before we get into the awards is probably the biggest piece of fuckery that I've seen in quite <laughs> some time. Um, so let's do like a little build up to it. Do you remember when we were probably five or six years old when there was this young lady who, who said that her car got stolen and an African American man. Uh, her car got stolen with her two kids in it, and an African American man did it and killed her ch- her children. So there was like a mad, a manhunt for um black men who could have so- who could have kidnapped her children, sold her car, and then we came came to find out that she killed her own children. Do you, you recall it? Yeah, that's the first time that I knew that there was a thing called racism, and the second time <laughs> was in a Malcolm X. So. When people do this type of fuckery, it's it's, it's so fucked up. And, and honestly, this also ties into like the uh, Liam Neeson shit because it it, yeah. it it ties in that shit too. Because uh, and then Liam Neeson thirty years ago, um, a friend of his got raped, and the first thing he asked, "What color are they worse?" Then he went on like a two week rampage trying to look for a black person to start a fight with him. So he can kill them in self-defense because he doesn't want to kill a black person. So <laughs> all these fucking lies that people tell just try to incite hate and violence. And this is a very tumultuous time in our country. And this shit really infuriates me, although it's also funny. But um, I think everyone knows what we're talking about. That was a uh, preamble to get to uh, how this shit can go. But essentially, uh, one of the stars from the used to be hit show Empire, Jesse Smollett, um, claimed that he got <clears throat> attacked by two men and they called him derogatory terms for his ethnicity as well as his uh, sexuality. So, when you first heard the story, what what did you think, D-Mac? 
Well, I didn't jump to conclusions. I literally just said, you know what, let's wait, figure out, go from here. Let's wait till all the information came out. You know, that's that's pretty much it. Like real talk, because I was just like, uh, I wasn't like getting skeptical of it. I wasn't looking at his side. I wasn't looking at the other side. It was really like wait till all the information come out because this shit's still fresh. Right. See me, bro. I was when I first first heard it, like, damn, man, that's fucked up because that's before I heard the details on it. But mm-hmm. but then when I heard the details, I was like, this shit sounds kind of weird for a, a, a litany of reasons, and kind of the same reasons that Joe Button brought up because his podcast is, is weak sometimes, but I still listen because his fucking his point of view and and the way that he can fucking dissect shit is amazing because we had we had the same thoughts because one i was like when that happened here in michigan and like this part of the country i'm not sure how it was where you are but it was like sub-zero temperatures bro it was the coldest i've ever remembered oh yeah i know i know yeah 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 yeah. and not not only was it cold here it was also cold in chicago where this happened so the chances of gentlemen waiting outside to find the first black and or homosexual person they can find at two o'clock in the morning when it gets a coldest, the coldest that it's going to be was a little suspect to me. Number one, then two, how did these attackers hit every fucking checkbox of a racist? They hit every fucking check mark, bro. They had on MAGA hats and negative temperatures, like no fucking scully on MAGA hats said, this is MAGA country. Talking about his ethnicity and his sexual orientation, knew where he was going to be at two o'clock in the morning. Then they put a noose on him, beat him up, and pour bleach on him. And then um, it, it was just too much. I mean, I don't know of any fucking hate crimes where they pour all the fucking stops out. They, they did everything you could imagine. And then the fact that he said he's going to subway in negative degrees. At two o'clock in the morning, who goes to subway at two o'clock in the afternoon? Even who goes to subway? <laughs> For real. So when all, especially in Chicago, <laughs> if it's that cold out, and the only option I have is a walk around to get food, I'm just gonna be hungry, like until the morning. I'm not walking at two o'clock in the morning in sub-zero temperatures to get subway. I'm not doing it. <laughs> For real. I find a can of soup. I'll eat some toothpaste. How's it go to sleep? I'm not going out in negative 20 degrees. Because it was like negative 20 that night, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I know it's cold as fuck, so I don't even know why you out and bottles up here eating a sandwich at 2, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't know. Fucking. It's crazy. That's wild. And then the fact that it just coincidentally he goes out at 2 a.m. in sub-zero temperatures and two people who were having to look for him. Because I doubt that because at two, at 2 o'clock in the morning, in sub-zero temperatures, it's not like there's a lot of people outside just walking around. Even in Chicago, which is a walking community, besides maybe like some homeless people, unfortunately. But I'm pretty sure that there's some soup kitchen that probably took those people in. I hope so, at least. So when all the details came out, like, man, something ain't right about this story, bro. Mm-hmm. And then um, people started to doubt him for the same reasons that I did. Oh yeah, so when that when that information came out, were you still um on that same energy to where like when wait for all the details to come out or did it kinda have like your spider sense tingling? Spider sense was tingling <laughs> just a little bit on that one. Cause then all of a sudden it was kinda like 
I started hearing that his folks got up with his lawyer. When he got a lawyer, that's when I knew something was yep. up. He got a lawyer before he was even, con- like, they even, you know what I'm saying, try to convict him of something, like, say, hey, charge him with something. And I, I was just like, oh, that- it's got to be something if you about to get a lawyer. Like, that makes no sense. And then they try to say, then when I heard that the African dudes, the police just let him go. That's all. Wait, wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> You're fast forwarding, bro. That's like a week. That's like oh. two weeks in the future. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sorry, man. It, 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 everything like was like triggering. First, no, because first they had let him go when they had got the African guy. Well, you still go too far in the future, bro, because you, you're freaking beginning a poor fart. So <laughs> first it happened, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Then yeah, all of the details came out about they were in fucking. Fuck a Chicago with country accents. Hey, boy, this is MAGA country. Ain't you the Empire Negra? And then, like, people said the news. Well, yeah, they were white. They said they were yeah. white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White with uh, Southern accents. And there's no Trump supporter that knows what the show Empire is and that would know this. If you're Trump's, if you are right, I won't say Trump supporter. If you are a racist, you will not know Jesse Smollett from any other black person in the world. Yeah. Especially especially two thir- two o'clock in the morning. You won't say, Ain't you that Empire nigger? <laughs> That's not gonna happen. But the big part that you're forgetting before getting to like part three of the story. He, so after people started to doubt him, he had the interview on Good Morning America. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. Um so when you saw that that interview Man, I saw the interview. I was just like, "This is too much." Like to me, it was just too much. Like I think he acting it out too much. But Good Morning America been on it lately, though. So yeah, 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 yeah. That, which is crazy. <laughs> that, they been on that shit. But um, you might as well call them over women. Yeah. It's like every time something happens, they on Good Morning America. Everybody's like, "Damn." Twenty One Savage on there first and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when he said, "I want everyone to know that I fought back." And then when he said, um, they also sent me like a letter. Did I fake that too? I'm like, maybe he did fake that shit too. Because that also, that yeah, fucking letter, that's like, that's also some fucking Matlock fucking murder she wrote shit. <laughs> Who does that in 2018? Yeah, for real. And then it put some fucking Advil on that shit. And then, no, no, then before that even. Yeah, because you were talking about like when it really became evident this is all bullshit but before that even happened he he, he had that concert where, where he read his uh shut off a cue card and this is i'm sorry go ahead it was yeah yeah it, i don't know yeah it was a concert or get together i don't know it was some shit like that yeah it was at some club i know that bro no 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 <laughs> it, it was a concert man because peep this out because i think that like this shit might go deeper than we even think because the day after it happened uh Taraji P. Henson was like, this is so fucked up what happened to Jesse, but but everybody buy a ticket to his concert so the uh, attackers don't win. So when she gave him her condolences, she also put in a plug for, for this concert. That was also suspect to me. Yeah. So then um, at the concert, the part where I was like, this is, this is definitely fucker. He said, I'm the gay Tupac. Yeah, I know. I like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about, bro? I'm the gay Tupac. I, I didn't get, I didn't get that at all. And Tupac might have been the gay Tupac, from what I've heard a few times. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after all that happened, then because I think what happened, man, the police got mad at him trying to blame them for everything, and then apparently the uh, Chicago Police Department, like any police department in a predominantly black community, are trash. And they have all these bad rumors about them anyway. But they said, no, we're going to find out that this shit isn't true and show them what a good police work we can do. So that's when, it, that's when um, like, the brothers came back from uh, overseas and shit and everything else happened. So by then, I knew for a fact that everything I thought was true, that it was all fuckery. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this. What do you think that his true motive was? Yeah, I don't know. That that's the key thing I do not know. They trying to say because of he wanted more money. I guess he was paying them like sixty thousand an episode or thirty thousand. Oh, know. that's what they leaning. That's what they were trying to push it towards. And he said he wanted more money. Roughly and what I make a year, he makes an episode. Great. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and he think because everybody else going there like Taraji. You know what I'm saying? I she probably give like over a hundred or two hundred or probably more than that an episode. But cause, and plus it's been out so long, but either way it goes, if you getting like sixty sixty thousand a damn episode or thirty or whatever, man, you should be happy, man. The damn show been out like what like five years? Probably good man, yeah, man. good five years or so. So you 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 easily made it probably close to a meal. Yeah, cause probably I did the math on it cause uh Empire like 26 episodes, man, because, like, most network shows are, are, are 26 episodes. So, so let's do the math real quick for the audience, and then we'll proceed. So 60,000 times 26. That's $1,560,000. Yeah, so he good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, Now, before, okay, first, I'll get to my reasoning on what I think he's trying to do, and then we'll talk about the seriousness was trying to weaponize hate which I, which was fucking sickens me but um here's my theory now i also put in here too that joe button had a theory that just you're going to a, um a club and like you having an affair with somebody who had a boyfriend and a boyfriend beat him up that happened but i don't think that's it <laughs> what, I don't think that's what, it. what i think it is jesse was trying to be the acting version of uh, Kaepernick. <laughs> Think about it, bro. If he would have pulled this off, he would have been able to parlay that into getting like maybe a bigger part on Empire than being in the news more because obviously he's trying to get attention. Then uh, that's true. So I think he he's trying to be the acting version of of Colin uh, Kaepernick and also to um to galvanize the anti-Trump people and maybe even galvanize America to where people who maybe are partial to um, Trump will say, okay, things have gone too far when this visible actor that everybody knows little about, but there's nothing been bad about him that has ever come out. Maybe Trump and Trump supporters are bad. Also, uh, this is kind of goes back a little bit. I don't think that anyone who Where's that hat? Calls it MAGA. I think they they say the full thing. I'll make America great. So that's that's also where I think he fucked up. I I never heard any uh, Trump supporters call it MAGA. But anyway, yeah. So 
I think that that was his motive to try to just be like the actor version of a uh, Colin Kaepernick to get all that cloud, be like a bigger activist. Because if you're if you're if you're an activist and get attacked or, or even murdered, people love you more. True. So that's what I think he, he was trying to do. So even if you get kicked off Empire or when Empire ends, because it's going to end anyway, because no one talks about it anymore. He can still have a career yeah, that goes on as, as an activist. And because people feel sorry for him, he'll get more roles, he'll get more opportunities. And then when he does his, his music career, people will be interested in it because he's this activist who, who, got, who suffered for what he believed in. So, uh, that's my theory. But to weaponize hate like that, when this shit does actually happen, when there are people of the LGT, I can't remember the rest of the uh, parts of that. I apologize <laughs> to that community. Um, but you mean LBGT community? They added to it, bro. Yeah. They, they, oh, they did. Yeah, they added oh, to it. They still, they still call it. I mean, everybody still call it LGBT community. Uh, they, but then they added to it because they added like, uh, like transvestites and all that, or something like that. Transgenders, bro. Yeah, that's what they. Yeah, they added it on, but people still call it just LGBT. It ain't. It's the same thing. So he. But then he did. Yeah, he did fuck over. He fucked them over bad. And also African Americans, which we're both part of, and also any yeah. type of marginalized community you cannot weaponize that thing because now when that happens again people may not be as apt to to believe it yeah because that shit that happens every day in some part of this country there's some homosexual or there's some african-american or there's some person who is in some kind of marginalized community that gets attacked and, and nobody hears their calls, and the police don't care, and it happens all the time. You cannot weaponize things like that, especially if, if you call yourself a fucking activist. You can't do that. Yeah, you're right about that. So that's why the shit is, like, super fucked up. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna have his back, though. I can tell you that. Black people even will. If you, I don't even think so. I don't even think so, bro. Dude, black people and America will, because America loves a comeback story, man. Now, he's got to go away for like a year, but <laughs> he can come back from this, bro. I guarantee it, because, uh... You know you know who said that? Who? Uh, what's his name? Faison Love. He said that. He said, he, he said, he said, black people are going to always have his back. He's like, that's going to be the community that's going to ride with him. He's like, it won't be the LGBT. He's like, it's just going to be the black community. Even though we got fucked over by him, they gonna they gonna accept them back. Watch because black people are so uh, accepting of things, man, and like we're so uh, forgiving. Because like R. Kelly, um, <laughs> and then people are um, coming back around to Kanye already. Oh yeah, I seen a little highlight. That beat was fire. <laughs> that shit was fire as fuck. That shit was fire as hell. I don't know where the hell he was at, but that shit was fire. That shit was fire as fuck. And that's the same thing that everybody said in the comments, cause uh that gets into a whole other issue. But I hope that Jesse's done. And but I really thought that he was gonna commit suicide. I, I really did. Yeah, I know, yeah. That's what who was oh yeah, Charlotte Man, he was saying that because he gave him dunk the other day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because as of right now, I mean, somebody might actually yeah. attack him or he could get murdered now because like, it's going to be a while before like he's able 
before like he's Go able to, to come back. Because mm-hmm. so in the interim, he's fucked. He might try to. It'd be sad if he do. I hope he don't. I mean, because he 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 the one who dug his grave like that. You just got it. The crazy part about it is. Uh, he put so much detail. Like, if you're going to be a liar, not saying that I am a professional liar's ladies, but you can't have a lie that's that complex. Yeah. And you got to think about it. I, I, I feel like that story would have worked better if it, if it wasn't fucking negative 20 degrees outside, too. He did <laughs> everything wrong. Um. All right. Is there anything else that, that uh, you need to say about that? Nah, let's move on to the good stuff. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll review over there. I know the details on another episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but real, real, real quick. Um, did you think the Twenty One Savage was uh from the fucking UK? No, I didn't even think that. That shocked the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I did not see that coming. Uh, all right, so um. So, like we were saying last time that we got on the mic, we're going to do a year in review. We have eight categories, um, and I think that we went over on, on the pregame that we have the same categories. Is there one that you want to start with first? Uh, no, nah, we can start it up, whatever. Don't, don't matter. All right, let's see. Um... Let's do most overrated most overrated song of the year. Oh, uh, what's your pick for that? My most overrated song of the year. For me, it had it had to be. Well, he in prison now, but or jail. Hmm. <laughs> Was that Takashi Six Nine song with uh with Nicki Minaj? Oh, Fifi. Yeah. If he got that wet bang and that man, <laughs> that was that bad to me, man. But yeah, but I I just think they 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 kind of hyped it up too much. Like it was about to be like that song, like that. I hope he ain't yelling Fifi now, nah, hell. <laughs> <laughs> but but nah, though, everybody was geeking that song up because he was high, you know, Takashi Six Nine, all that you know, SoundCloud shit and Instagram yep. shit and. Yep. Man, I, I just think they boosted him up way too much to the point to the to the point of the matter is every time he dropped something, it was like, oh, he it's, it's gonna go platinum. That's why he on the Breakfast Club and all these other doing all these other interviews saying, oh, I, oh, it's the number one on the Billboard charts. It's this, it's that. And I'm top ten or whatever. Blah, blah blah. Like, what the hell? Come on, man. That's right. that's the one I. The beat, the beat was tight, but it just nah. I sit back and I listen to it, and I listen to it over. I'm just like, nah. Nah. See, um, I would agree that the song was overrated, but I, I think it's a good song, though. You do? Yeah, like I mean, like it's not something like I'll be like, oh my god, it's shit, all the bars, bars on Mars and bars from Mars. But in terms of like a good song, it's like if, if it come on, like okay, like a little bop to it, like kind of slap a little bit. Yeah. he <laughs> got that way, way got that. <laughs> um. Yeah, now, real quick, since we're talking about uh, Takashi, 
do you think that he snitched in, in regards to if these guys were going to kill him and they were stealing his money and apparently, like, they fucked his baby mama, at that point, is it me against them or are there still rules to it because he was still with the gang shit, too? I don't think they, they fucked his baby mama. That's what I heard. I can't, um, substantiate it. But nah, it's rules of the game, and he's snitching like a motherfucker, and okay. it, it's a wrap. You might yep. as well, to me, with him, he might as well just you know, go ahead and they say if he cooperate, he ain't get no jail time. But crazy. I can tell you this, though. You would never hear from this dude ever again. No. He is not coming back with no songs, no none of that shit. Nope. He ain't gonna hear from this motherfucker ever again. And he think that he gonna be able to? No, motherfucker. You done. You're done. Um... And, but he's gonna have to get like a face transplant, like a face, like <laughs> a face real. off, bro. Cause I mean, cause he, he can cut his hair, he can grow a beard or some shit, but some tattoos, them tattoos. Yeah, he fucked himself. <laughs> yeah. For cause real. I can't think of any country in the world where those tattoos wouldn't stand out, unless he shaved his head and got his whole face tattoo with, with more shit and then grew a beard. He can probably do it then, but he. He'd have to go like fucking Thailand or some shit and be like a fucking movie, a fucking movie tie fighter or some shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, my most overrated song of the year was uh, "Lucid Dreams" by whatever the fuck that dude's name is, Juice World. No, I got you, Travis Scott. No, uh, Juice World. Oh, okay. Dan, 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 and then like apparently. Speaking to to what we're speaking about before, he he um he didn't get that sample clear from Sting. So now Sting fucking got his ass. So like Sting's making way more money off his song than than he is. Um, I, I think that song that goes "All girls are the same." Talking about the girl broke my heart. It's fucking trash, man. But people, all of the new emo kids love that fucking song, but. It's fucking trash. <laughs> but it did catapult Juice World to um, fame because uh, he put out a whole mixtape with a feature that was also trash. I hear that one. Yeah. I gave it, I, well, I attempted to give it one listen to, listen through rather, and I stopped maybe three tracks in. And then I carried <laughs> on living my life. <laughs> so I was not a fan of it. Yeah, but. Yeah, clearly you you don't know much about that song, so we'll just move right along. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll do the opposite of that one now. What is what was your song or track of the year? Uh my track of the year. And actually, I can still listen to it. Now I think okay. I heard it on the. Um, and I'm gonna give my man. I gotta give my man some praise. Push the T. Okay. If you know, you know. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Bow, yeah. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be my that's my track of the year because I can still listen to it. it, it it's it's kind of like I got away from it for a minute, uh-huh. and then I heard it again like on TV. I'm like, damn, that shit hot. Came back. That shit still fire. So I was just like, you know what? I can still fuck with this. And he should to me. I kind of he should get that dude should have got. I ain't gonna say he should have got album of the year, but. He should have got some kind of award at the Grammys or something, because to me, his more his delivery 
And I think the reason probably why he ain't got it because Kanye West kind of fucked it away with the seven song shit. But he was the only one that actually came out. The, the, he came out first and came out the hardest that had yeah. everybody kind of anticipating. So that's why I think he he should have got he should have got more uh more publicity, more you know what I'm saying more more fame to it. But uh, he didn't. He he pretty much got the same. And I don't even think he that day I mean, went platinum. To be honest with you, yeah, um, I think I heard that it did better than he normally does, but he normally doesn't do that well. Like he exactly. has a very small but loyal fan base, which he can make money off of forever. In terms of yeah. being like a mainstream star, um, that's not gonna happen. But see, the thing is, I'm not sure what happened, but like when we were younger, th- um. The Grammys got it a little bit, but at some point, like, the Grammys, they don't get it at all anymore, which is why, like, a lot of people aren't even fuck with the Grammys anymore, because, like, they're they're so tone deaf now, because, um, the album one, album of the year, I've never heard of that artist or the album my entire adult life. And that's what the Grammys usually do. Yeah, but, like, back when fucking Outkast won, where they had, like, black, well, our culture was fucking represented more. It was decent, but yeah, like, last few years, and then, like, if you have fucking Alicia Keys as the host to make up for, for like, having nothing else black on there, I don't care, and and I I hate to say it, but I don't give a fuck about Alicia Keys. Me neither. (laughs) Back when she first came out, and, and, and I was in love with her, I did, but, like, now in 2019, if she dies, she dies, bro. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but that definitely was a good song and it probably is the best song on that um on that project did did you see that video for it yeah 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 did you understand that video uh it was like all over the place but <laughs> <laughs> the video was like yeah it was not i mean i ain't really understand the whole concept but yeah i was like the sun just caught me i was yeah. like the sun that beat was fucking hard. Yeah. Um, Again, a, a Kanye West production. Mm-hmm. America's Sweetheart. Um, now, my song <laughs> here is one that I know that you won't agree with, and you may not have even have heard the song, man. But um, it, it's a song same, 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 same with your song. Dear, was you? This song was to me. Meaning, it came out. I vibe to it. Then I forgot about it. Then. It came back out of nowhere, and then I found myself just singing the lyrics at random times and shit. But, um, and the best bird from it is Bad Little Vibe. She been on my mind. And that song is Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby and Gunner. Oh, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I'm a little shocked, though. Yeah. I knew you would be. But, um,. <laughs> It, 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 it's, 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 it's only two minutes and like 25 seconds. They get right to it. <laughs> There's no fucking hyperbole <laughs> on it. Just, they get right, they get in and out. But it, it's it's a good song, man. Um, and Loki got bars to it, the flow to it, like they hold swag on the shit, like the way they fucking rock the beat. That shit cold as fuck, man. Like, um, people are liking, um, Little baby, and I see why. Every song you put out isn't good, but like 
he'll fucking get some good shit every now and again. But like, yeah, but like that song is my song of the year. Cause like I said, man, like when it first came out, I liked it. Then I forgot about it and it came back hard. And I yeah. feel like that song had momentum because of the whole, cause it came out probably in, uh, like around the same time as your song of the year came out. Mm-hmm. But then it kept rocking to the end of the year. And then like every time I saw somebody on, on fucking IG at their fucking New Year's Eve party, that song was always playing in the background. So, yeah, that's so. dope. I give that, you that though. That yeah, you gonna have. I'm gonna have to do that. Uh, listen to again. Now, uh, that, that that's off the project. I think it's called uh, Drip Season, I believe, because it's it's your joint project. Um, most of it isn't that good, but but there's about three <laughs> songs on there that are, are are really good. Same thing with the uh little baby album most of it isn't that good but the songs that are good are like really fucking good um <laughs> all right next we'll do uh yeah we'll do bookends most trash project of the year <laughs> so this could be a mixtape this could be an album an ep any type of project that was uh released in the calendar year 2018 Trash, trash. That's a, that's actually an easy one for me. This <laughs> this is like really easy because this no, is like, huh? <laughs> I said uh <laughs> uh Nazir. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> I I go for him as trash. To me, the most trash album was uh what was it called? Uh, Kanye West and uh, what's his name? Kid Cudi. Yeah, that was wow. the trashest album ever. That's a hot take, bro. Because uh, of those albums that came out, that, that was probably my second favorite. Oh yeah, you like the? Did you like the Yay? The, his, the Yay Yays. I like the I, Yays had two. It had two tracks on it. I like. So, I mean, two out of seven. What's that like? Twenty five percent. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, the other, the one with Kid Cudi, he, it's only like one song I like on there, and that is it. One song. And then, other than that, I'm like, and I'm trying to think of everybody else out of this year that was, I would say that was trash, 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 but I can't put nobody on there that was trash. Like, really trash. So... You're saying that that's, um, that the Tiana Taylor project is better than that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because to me, uh, I thought about it. It would be Kid She Goes out of, uh, like, best to worst and that whole shit. Um, Kid She Goes is probably my favorite. Then it would be, uh, Pusha T. Dang yay, and then the other two don't count. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like the Tatiana's. I think she she should have had more though. She should have had more on her because that's like her actually first album album. Her but, shit didn't sound like it was like, uh, like you said on, her, on our pilot uh, episode. Her shit didn't sound like it was mixed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I, yeah, that's, that's definitely a hot take. I mean, I'm not too surprised, because, like, back back when we spoke about that, the first time, like, you didn't like it at all, but that one happened, 
You know what album I did like though? What's that? Wait now. Now this isn't your best, right? Like that's next kind of. No, 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 no. One album I did like that I said was that sucked, and it said stuff for him. But I did like he said. I gave it a couple listens to it. I went back to it and listened. And it's a, it's a good album. It's a hot album. It's good. It's it's good. I'm gonna say it's good. It ain't hot, but it's mm-hmm. good. And that's that little Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really good. After I listened to it, you know, I was like, oh, you know what? I can fuck with it now. Probably yeah. cause I think another reason why I could listen to it because I be listening to Salah XM and they played Mona Lisa like crazy, which was uh, good. Yeah. And then they played the uh, the, the Switch Beach track, which I hate. And, and that that one's good, but yeah, I hate it now because they keep playing the hell out of it. <laughs> I, I hate Switch Beats and I hate that sample. <laughs> That's that P Diddy. That's that G uh, Dep nigga. Get a nigga some respect on his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he got. <laughs> but nah, nah, that, I, it, it was pretty hot though. I, just to go back to that, it's a highlight that one real quick. Was that G Dep or Black Rob? Nah, that that wasn't even G Dev, man. Black Rob? No, cause that make this that, money, take this money. No, no, I got that special delivery, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Who was that? that? That's, that's a special delivery. Nah, it might have been G Dev. I thought it was Diddy though. It's on Diddy album though. I th- okay to the Google. We, we're gonna find out the, right now. The one that says Diddy, this is the family with the saga continues and all that. Yeah, what the one that says, I'm bad boy for life. Yeah, it's on that same one. I think you're right. Uh, Black Rob. I know that's a fact. It's only yeah. one. Yeah, because Black Rob song was Whoa. Yeah. That was his you're right. only hit ever. Oh, nope. Special delivery song by G Depp, Ghetto's Disciple. Dang. Yep. G Depp. His only claim to fame is on the album Child of the Ghetto, 2001. Genre, hip-hop, and rap. <laughs> so that solves that mystery. R.I.P. to G-Dep's career. To G-Dep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, so uh, my What's most... Yours? Yeah, my most trash project of the year was Quavo's. Ooh, man. And it was highly anticipated, too. Oh, I could, bro. You know what? You know what? Now I think about it, I probably, I probably would have put that one. I didn't even think about that one. <laughs> it was and so probably, trash, you forgot about it. Yeah, for real. And I put that one over the Kanye West one. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, but don't worry. Your his, what's his name? Offset. His go right along with it. I, I just literally, I did a once over of that crap, and I was just like, man, y'all just need to stick together. Yeah, so <laughs> the Migos definitely are. We know this now because for years people have been speculating that who's the best Migo, but now we know they're better together. But of the three Migos projects, they came out in the order of in descending, yeah, and de- descending order of greatness because the, the offset to me is the best one, man. Because because offset was very introspective man like i found out like about his life about his his love for a cardi about his kids mm-hmm. so like and um takeoff had like the best first single yeah he did out of all three but uh fucking quavo with the fucking flutes <laughs> the flutes was, was way too prominent uh the song about nikki was just like just 
uncalled for, I felt like. <laughs> and I wanted to like it so much, man, but it was just garbage. And and I now the the Nas album was worse than it. The um Keanu Taylor was worse than it. I'm trying to think what else I heard that was just straight garbage. Uh Meek Mill was worse than it. But um my anticipation was higher on the Quavo. So so that's why I say it's the most trash project of the year. Cause the other joints I had very small expectations of. But on the um on a Quavo, I thought she was gonna be hot. Yeah. Me too. But that shit was garbage. Dumpster fire trash. <laughs> um Yeah, okay, so then so that's most trash project of the year. Okay, so now the the opposite of that, the bookend. What was your opinion of the best project album, mixtape, or EP of twenty eighteen? You know who I'm gonna put it up there? And I, I actually said, don't know. You don't? No. Oh man. The only reason why I put him up there is because on one, I stopped listening to him. I was listening to him too hardcore last year. And then I stopped listening. I don't know. I know for a minute. I stopped listening. Because I was listening to somebody else. I was listening to a couple of other folks that I was hardcore on a little bit. And then the beginning of the year started and then I fell right back into listening to his shit again because he dropped a song that was fire. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, man. They dropped another song. J. Cole K.O.D. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. J. Cole K.O.D. I, I could listen to it right back like it almost like it just came out yesterday and I was yeah. like, I was like, damn. And then he just dropped this one song, Mill Child, they got the whole everybody like this is the most hottest shit ever. <laughs> got motherfuckers in the studios, sampling, yeah. hitting the sampling, the beat, trying to you know mix off of it. And then some folks up here say like, "Yo, you can't even talk about the dude because the how his flow is. He don't care about nothing. He don't want nothing. He know he already he even calls himself the greatest doc." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, man. But yeah, kudos, J. Cole. Yeah. I just want him to. I just want him to keep keep up the work, keep up the hunger. And also, too, he been shitting on all these folks, getting on motherfuckers talking about some. Oh, you know, he ain't got. He need to put people on his tracks. This, that, and the other. Okay, well, this motherfucker being on other folks' tracks, getting featured, and literally eating their ass alive, or bring them back to life. Yes, on their tracks. Um, I like Twenty One Savage a lot because that song is amazing. And heck, shit. <laughs> 21 was hot on that song, too, but fucking J. Cole came on and, and obliterated. The only part I hate about his part, I hate it when people people reference the song that they're on, because like, he was like, um, 21 had a song, and he called it a lot. I got on, like, I hate it when he said the name of the oh, song. Oh, I, I got you, I got you. Yeah, like, it makes sense, but otherwise, yeah, he, he fucking, yeah, I mean, I, I cannot complain about that at, at, at all. Um, And it might have been on that song that he brought the fact that he's getting on everybody's song to prove how fucking good he is. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. And that's why I was just like, damn, mm-hmm. because he he right. Because somebody else said the same shit. I, I, I don't know who, who said it mm-hmm. in the music industry, but somebody was just like, this dude been on a lot of people's shit. And I mean, it was kind of like 
rappers that you wouldn't even think of. All I right. think it's 21 Savage was one. Uh, damn, I'm trying to think of another one he was on. I uh, saw a video on Hip Hop DX, I believe, that uh, broke down all of his features from last year, and like there were a lot. Um, uh, the, I think you're trying to bring up the song with him and um J Rock. Yeah, that was hard. That, that was, was hard. hard as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was hard. That's why I was just like, man, this dude. I, I don't know. Kudos to him. I just need him to keep up. I need him to drop another album, but I think he gonna drop for that it's gonna be the whole dream yep. his his people he basically gonna put his folks on type shit and that's cool i get it you 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 doing it the right way but i still need him to drop another album though this yeah. year i need to because um middle child also serves serves as a mission statement for what he's trying to do on this part of this part of his career because he yeah. said he's rich but like he, he can't leave the game if the niggas ain't rich too yep um, but not to toot our horn, but I feel like J. Cole listens to our podcast and he, um, he saw that we've been saying that he's missing the good beats. Then he, he, he went and got a good beat. Cause the fucking middle child is the best beat that he's been on in a while. Bro. I think he produced that. Wow. I, I'm, I'm dead <laughs> serious too. Somebody, I think cause somebody said that shit. He goes, cause he be using little, he don't. He don't, it ain't like J. Cole. It'd be like whoever. I think he'd be doing like, uh, what do you call it? Like a pay up. It's almost like a pump fake name type shit for like his production. So oh, you have to find, yeah. So you had to find out who that dude is and then you'd be like, oh, it's J. Cole. Fuck. <laughs> Same way you do with, um, Kill Earl or Kill, yeah, yeah. Same Kill, shit. Kill Edward, right? Kill Edward, yeah. Yeah. Like the alter ego type shit. Yeah. But that's at least at least that's what I heard. That's what I heard. But that beat was fire though. <laughs> if he made it, it's the best beat that he's ever made since since fucking uh like his first first shit, like his fuck mixtape. But um here's the thing, man. Making beats isn't really that hard, man, because on my iPad, man, I made three beats, in my opinion, that I think could actually be beats. I gotta listen to them. Um I'll put one on the end of uh this episode it's like it's like five minutes now it they aren't really like rap rap beats but like turns of being like a complete cohesive beat with different levels to it yeah this shit bars bro um yeah but i think the j cole is a fan of and no particular order and, and he heard that our um our thoughts on it on his career and he said you know what for evan the third host and d mac i'm going to finally make a good beat so i can have some beat that matches my actual vocal ability and he finally yeah. did it <laughs> Yeah, but I cannot complain with that at all. Um, at all. Because, yeah, because um, that was definitely one of the best albums of the summer. Also, going back to our pilot episode. Um, and I, I think even back then, we both said that he was moving closer to where he was on his, his old shit in terms of beats and uh, bars of matching. And then yeah. now, uh, we'll see what happens this year. But I feel like, I feel like this year, he might put out that album with uh, Kendrick that they've been hinting at for the last five years. Oh, they need to. That, that, that'd be fire as hell. Which I would definitely be here for. Um, Before 
I get into my best project of the year because I kind of regret my best one now, but I'm not going to change it. But <laughs> as we record this, I think it was maybe last week. It was a tenth, the 10th tenth anniversary of So Far Gone. And that shit kind of still goes. Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked. Ten years later, shit still kind of fucking goes. It's, it's, it's kind of timeless, at least right now. Yeah, you're right about that. It could be that when it came out, it sounded so different than anything else that was out. But that shit, there's still about seven bangers on that shit. And then, um, that song that had like the a date on it, like November 25th or some shit, still has my favorite, like one of my favorite bars of all time. Uh, uh when he says, um. I sent your girl a message, said I'll see you when I can. She sent me one back, and I ain't never read it, because pussy's only pussy, and I get it when I need it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bars to this day! <laughs> <laughs> um, But my uh, favorite project of 2018 was World. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Because uh, Travis is such a fucking hybrid artist. Uh, like, he's rap, but he's not rap. He's not R&B. He's kind of rockish, too, but he's not really rockish. But yeah. in, ter- in terms of a, of a cohesive project, this sounds good from fucking beginning to end. And then I liked how every song was like four or five songs in one. So, like, you really don't have a good place to skip songs at. But mm-hmm. you just play it all the way through. It's like a fucking experience. True. Uh, and then um, Sicko Mode could have been a contender for best song of the year too and I think that was on there for a while too because uh, that's, that song it had like 17 layers to it all the fucking layers are hot then we find out that Drake's whole fucking part was about Kanye <laughs> and then like all the fucking Travis's parts were all, all fucking fire so um, and the reason why I say that I kind of regret it now because uh, I'm not sure what side of this you were on and it's probably for different reasons too because you're more into sports, sports than I am because I'm not into sports at all but I was kind of anti Super Bowl and then the fact that he performed kind of pissed me off and then when he lied about it <laughs> and said that Colin said it was cool to Colin said, I didn't tell you that shit was cool that also kind of pissed me off but then I think maybe you told me about this he, no uh, you did it but someone else did he had a video a couple years back talking about um, he didn't get Black Lives Matter for like various reasons, so like kind of like on some anti-black shit. Yeah. So for those reasons, I almost uh, want to change it, but I won't. But uh, r- real quick though, so did did you watch Super Bowl or football? Of course year? I did. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I ain't about to stop that for, for nothing. I... Colin Kaepernick, none of that shit. I still gonna watch it regardless. That's because to me, that's like a holiday. I'm not yeah. even gonna lie to you. I be yeah, telling folks that shit, but yeah, not to get too political, but and, and then as as you know, uh, uh, like I don't watch sports at all anyway. But yeah. I was, I used to kind of flip through the Super Bowl, but this year I didn't because, and not really, not really because of Cap. And not really even uh, more so for the fucking kneeling shit, because uh, I had this argument with somebody about this shit too. Uh, they got kind of heated, but 
of all the sports that I know of, like the inside track of like how it works behind the scenes, football mm-hmm. seems to be the most predatory and the most racist of any sport that I've seen like the behind the scenes shit of. And the fact that I think um, in in the NFL, there's at least black owners. I don't think there's any black owners of, of any per- percentage in, in, in the NFL. No. Um, and then I think there's only like a handful of black coaches. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> and then Cause they, they fired like seven, seven black coaches or seven minority coaches, how they put it. And then none of them get hired this time around. And yeah. the only ones I know off the back of my head that's that has a job, I think it's literally one. If I'm thinking, if I'm really thinking correct, I think it's literally just one now. Yeah, bro. And, and he's he been there. He's been there, too. So. And then um, the fact that the NFL only let him nail because they wanted to be defiant against Trump, not because of the actual issue. And then the fact that there were even a discussion of not letting him nail, making him stand. Yeah. So that whole combination of all that shit about the fucking NFL – made me say, again, as a guy who like doesn't watch sports, but made me really say fuck the NFL and fuck the Super Bowl because of all the sports that I could think of besides like maybe hockey or some shit, it seems to where like they don't fuck with anybody besides Anglo-Saxons the most. Yeah. So, so I, I didn't fuck with that. Um, Alright, so next, let's see. Keeping with the J. Cole theme, um, We'll do the Let Nas Down Award. So this is for people <laughs> people or shows or, or whatever concepts that need to shut the fuck up forever. Who do you think let who do you think let Nas down in, in twenty eighteen? You know <laughs> I think that we're gonna have the same one. You think so? I think so. Uh you know, well, maybe. <laughs> I think that the Let Nas Down Award is literally the guy that probably literally let him down, Kanye West. <laughs> yep. We got the same one. <laughs> man, man, I need him to go producing. and We need the Kanye West that don't need to be trying to visualize, trying to be Walt Disney and Steve Jobs and trying to be like Gucci and all that shit. Because you yeah. see where Gucci Gucci and Burberry and all these other motherfuckers exactly. getting that now. Hell. Exactly. Now you like, oh, shit. Hell, if you did I'm bust off something. Now, if you did kind of bust off something, shit, somebody probably would wear it. <laughs> yeah. But, nah, he needs to just shut the hell up. Forever. Freaking stick to producing. Yep. Produce his beats, make his music. But I think a lot it might it this might be helping him out because he actually staying in Chicago from what when I was hearing a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. They said he moved back to Chicago and literally was staying there. He left from LA and Calabasas or where the fuck he was at in Wyoming on fucking right. property and shit, you know. Grant, I know the shit might be beautiful and all that shit out there, but I think it. A lot of folks get realization when they come home. Yeah. I mean, hell, I do. I do mm-hmm. myself because I be so removed from right. my environment far as home, and home is literally when going back, going to Michigan, going back to Saginaw. 
I, I see shit way differently than anywhere else because everywhere mm-hmm. else is not like that period. So yep. that's why I was like, when people say, oh, we doing bad now, you doing bad. I was like, nah, I can take it somewhere where we doing bad at. You probably mm-hmm. like, fuck this shit. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, me, myself, I get that realization when I come home. I know he probably got the same shit as well. And it'd be the, then that puts you in a state of mind like, hey, we need to help the community. We need to do this. We need to do that. It ain't about fucking no clothes and this and that. It's about bringing people up, setting the standard, you know, bringing folks from poor communities so they could be middle class and upper middle class. You try to help them out, help them out, put them on. Just like J. Cole said, you know, put my niggas on like, like how LeBron do, he, he do his people. He put them on. He hired right. his own people, bring them up. That's what you have to do. You know what I'm saying? And once you do that, then, you know what I'm saying? You you put people on, then they family prosper, then you prosper, and then everybody else. Then the community started getting smarter and greater, and everybody was like, hey, I want to be like that. Hey, I want to do that. It's it's almost kind of like, uh, I hate to say it's like, uh, I was watching the movie today, Black Panther. The uh, last scene when, you know, when he started a foundation and yeah. all that stuff mm-hmm. in Oakland was like, hey, I bought this, bought this. And then that little dude was like, hey, he was like, who is you? You know what I'm saying? And then they, you know, setting the tone for his community instead of fucking hiding and shit. Damn, that was yep. a good movie. That's a good yeah. movie. <laughs> but, and, yeah, man. And, like, that whole don't fall apart or, like, more you watch it. Like, there's shit I fast forward through, but, like, say, for example, on like, The Dark Knight, yeah. Amazing movie, but it kind of falls apart like the eighth time you watch it. But I probably seen Black Panther probably close to eight times, and like there's scenes that, like I said, I, I because I've seen it already, I fast forward through it, but it doesn't fall apart. No, I don't. It don't. I'll, I'll fast through it this board because I would say it. I'll say it to myself. I was like, the Oscars come on today. I'm gonna be pissed if this this movie don't at least get three three awards i don't care what for because i think they got like seven of them, seven but, i believe yeah yeah they better at least get three i want to be honest i want them to get the most because ain't none of these damn movies that came out even the black clansman the one i know we off topic now but <laughs> but even the black Clansman, the, the the uh spike lee joy man none of the movies is that movie and you can say oh it's marvel this that and the other but Marvel took a whole different take on like some real life shit and brought it to fictional slash real life. And when it's kind of gotten folks like black folks say, damn, what if that could have been? Or why is it like that? You know what I'm saying? Like it, it gives you questioning to some real life issues that we should be fixing amongst each other so we can be great. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, it made me feel like you know, well, hey, Black Panther made me feel like Wakanda. I wish that Wakanda was real, just like I wished. Uh, what'd you call it? Because uh, I used to think it was real back in the day from uh, coming to America. Zamunda. Zamunda. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Zamunda was real. Hell, I thought Zamunda was real to the motherfucker. But I speaking of which, <laughs> thank you for that segue. Uh, this past episode we put out this week is when we did because like we we have a show on 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 the network that comes out every now and again called Eddie Murphy's Law. Uh, like where we watch Eddie Murphy movies and, and we'll tell if it wasn't one of his good ones or his many bad ones. But this week we did Coming to America for for those of you out there listening in podcast land. But but yeah, um. Yeah, Black Panther, and I want Black Panther to win for the same reasons that you said, but also because 
Black Panther is what I think a black movie should be going forward. Because every black movie... Facts. That's facts. Since probably the 80s or so has been either a slave movie, a servant movie, or when black people, although they are the protagonists, they're also trying to overcome racism or adversity. I get tired of seeing that shit. And when people see that shit all the time, that also takes us back 40 fucking years. Mm Mm-hmm. Seven years of slave is nothing to pro- pro- progress black people. Because then when white people or people who are not black are around black people who are not around black people a lot, their only view of the black experience, quote unquote, is what they see in the media. So what they see in the media is fucking seven years of fucking slave. That's, they're going to think of us as less than, not equal to. But movies like Black Panther show you like royalty and shows everyone's intelligent and we're, we're on par with all of our counterparts. That's what we need to see out there. So, so like, works for me on that level. Also, um, me being like a comic book nerd, I, I want to see a like movie from our comic book culture get the biggest reward in movies. Although the Oscars, like the Grammys, were like they don't get it right and, and like they're fucking tone deaf. Yeah. And then also because it was so fucking hip-hop, it had a hip-hop soundtrack on it, a hip-hop score, and an African-sounding score. It's, it's, things that, it's things that we don't see a lot, and it it, 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 hits, it hit every check mark, and it, but it elevates us. Oh, yeah. Put, puts definitely. apart everything else. Most definitely. Like, I ain't even gonna lie, I see this one, I see it's... You know, I see this one dude, like, I, I, where I work at, I be in the schools and everything for recruitings sure. and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's this one cat, every time I come to school, he has the, uh, uh like, the panther teeth. Really? <laughs> he got the necklace. And the dude ain't black either. The dude is Hispanic. Is there, he Mexican in the mug. And yet and still, he loves that fucking movie. He loves bro, that. <laughs> that's how it should be, though, bro, because, like, yeah. his kid... Spider-Man was my boy. Yeah, yeah. Batman was my boy. I didn't feel strange because I'm a black kid who like Batman or fucking Spider-Man, and I feel like people who are not African-American should not feel bad about fucking Black Panther being like their favorite superhero, so this is going to get us to like a tangent. I'll try to get this back on point, but like now... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm going like into rant mode, so then... I shouldn't say this because like this is like kind of family business, but... I hate the fact that, like, on Twitter and shit, on Instagram, if somebody black sees a white person who likes fucking Black Panther, say, oh, that's cultural appropriation. No, it's not. Let them rock, too. It should be inclusive. Yeah. If they fuck with it, let them fuck with it. Because one of the most beautiful things I've seen in my life, bro, was, uh, uh, like, little uh, Anglo-Saxon kid. Parents got him, like, a Black Panther costume. This kid was so happy, he fucking cried about it, bro. Like, he put on the costume, like, did the fucking, the fucking, oh, kind of, uh... Fuck uh, forever, uh, yeah, thing. that's beautiful, bro. Because that kid was gonna grow up not having any probably, probably not having any type of hate in his heart for like people who don't look like he does because he saw something in that character that he liked. It's not about their skin color, Batman, Superman, whatever. But you fuck that hero, you fuck that hero, bro. So mm-hmm. seeing a little non black kid who fuck with Black Panther movie to me is more important than seeing like people like us a uh, fuck with it, yeah. Yeah, me too. Because art, because that's what art should do. Because art is entertainment, but art should also have the underlying shit that fucking brings people up together. Unlike Kanye West. See, see, I brought it back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Kanye had a year just doing fuckery 
after fuckery after fuckery after fuckery. He fucked up his whole fucking project. He lost a fucking uh, beef with Drake. Uh, him just being a whiny little bitch. He said he put out a second album. They never fucking come out. Then he's talking about like he going to Africa to get his mind back right. Then he said all oh, his fucking comments about slavery. Then he had the fucking weird rainbow hair and shit. Then he <laughs> fucking said he got fucking liposuction and shit. Then he went to the fucking White House. Then he went on Saturday Night Live and said like he being bullied. He's a grown man being bullied. Then he fucking uh wore the main, wore the Omega hat out. Everybody told him like, dude, that shit hurts when you wear that hat because to us that seems like you're wearing a fucking noose or a fucking KKK shit. Then he then he kept doing the shit. And then he had uh, the song fucking Little Pump that was trash. But, yeah. <laughs> which I also kind of like. It's just like, bro, your gears are full of fuckery, bro. The same man who said George Bush does not care about black people. Uh, it's, it's turned into something that I don't fucking recognize and it fucking makes me sick. <laughs> well, uh, Nas, I mean, Kanye has let us and Nas now. Um, I think we just got three more here and we'll probably try to go through these a little quickly here. Alright, so then the opposite of let the culture down, this is the For the Culture Award. So this is um, the favorite media something. So it could be a podcast, a radio show, a news site, a YouTube channel, um, anything of that nature. Uh, so what do you, who gets your For the Culture Award? Uh, for the Culture, I'm going to put the Breakfast Club. Okay. I thought them up there on the reason why, because I've been listening to them since the beginning, since 2012 when they came out. Yep. Yeah, it was like 2000, yeah, 2012 when they came out. And when Ray J made them hot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they were Charlie made me laugh. Ray J came on there and made them hot. I popped that nigga in his face. They, they took off. And they're almost at the point where they even got politicians coming on a goddamn show yep. to network technically show because they know they have a lot of listeners they know that they on youtube they get a lot of views to the point where these the politicians that's coming on there after they're dissected they was on c what, cnbc that's right yep yep yeah and i was just like and they was asking them like oh why do you think that these politicians coming on there why do you think this that and the other i'm like well duh you think it's easy they trying to get minorities it ain't even i ain't gonna say black community they trying to get minorities in general. They trying to get African American and Hispanic community, because that's and, the more and the young vote. Yeah, and they was like they know them the ones that usually listen to the radio show like off rip. So they know if they can tap into that that mainstream, that they can get their votes and they can listen to what they're trying to say and all that and really get to them because they say oh, uh, they rocking with them or they you know they ain't rocking with them or. You know, and and when I saw that, I was like, okay, cool. That's you know, that's you know, for the culture, You're trying to get the right one in the White House. All right, I get it. From that's how they feel, you know. Uh, but not to not to interrupt, but I feel like they could have pressed uh, Kamala Harris like uh, like a little bit more because she 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 might be like a. Uh, a wolf and a wolf and sheep a wolf and sheep's clothes, man. Like yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I was, you know, to me, I think she's. She's good for right now, but I still got like, well, with me politician, what politic wise, I still think that league like you think like, it's some hidden doors behind there. I know it is, but I think that's what every politician 
You just got to figure out which one can you tolerate, which one yep. that's that's it. But because like think about us as uh again I'm 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 telling family business. Uh, we have the tendency to get behind people who fit what we're looking for. Like she's a minority and she's a woman. Two of the big things right now. But on a policies tip, uh, that bitch kind of trash, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Not calling her a bitch because she's a woman. I'm calling her a bitch because because her policies her policies make her a bitch. And it's better, America. But uh, but but I'm sorry. Keep going. But yeah, uh, not to sidebar from the whole politics, but uh, Breakfast Club, they put folks on, like, far as if somebody coming out with an album, they promote it. Somebody coming out comedy, they promote it. They they do pretty much everything. Only thing I really don't like, only thing I, I don't like about it is Charlemagne is, I kind of miss the old Charlemagne. That's yep. the only thing. Because since he been having his therapy and all that shit, and he didn't kind of switch his level up, he kind of got toned down to the point that it's like, dude, I'd rather for you just to be uncut and be ignorant, like, for real. Because the way, <laughs> the way yeah. you're talking now, it's like, you, it might be better than you, like, inside, but it's not you. That's not what got you here. But also, but also he can't though because of the current climate. I think that it's a therapy, but it's also a climate. Like he can't talk about uh, sucking farts out of girls' asses anymore, and like all the crazy he talk about because of the current climate. Because uh, if he did that shit, he'll be out there. Also, like remember? No, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I think it was this year, like when it, when like he almost caught that case too from like twenty years ago that, that he's spoken about forever. So I think that that hasn't kind of shook too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like one part, like like I thought that was funny because what's her name, Amanda Seals, was on there. Yeah, and she was from, like, "From my brother and me." Is that her? Yeah, bro. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, bro. Like that's Alfie's sister. Sure, that's crazy. Yeah. But not though. It, it's just the fact that like. Uh, she was on there and she said, yeah, you said one of the realest things to me, this, that, and the other. And she was talking about getting a man and shit. And he he, he, he was like, you told me that I'd never get a man because I got too many opinions. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> and then he said, I said that? Yeah, I, you know, I fucked up. I was in the wrong thing. I was like, actually, I was like, actually, in the back of my head, I was like, no, he's absolutely right. To be honest with you, you got too many goddamn opinions. You ain't gonna never get no fucking man. Cause she she too picky and this and that not yeah you ain't gonna never get no man straight up <laughs> he right so that that's the type of shit that I was like he should be on that's some of the shit he shouldn't wither away from but he he tried to get himself back right so I mean and then you know not getting no lawsuit so whatever helping him for the better I guess <laughs> yeah um that definitely isn't a choice that I can really argue against but I, I will say that they kind of have like the lifetime achievement award on that on that me and, and i also feel like they've gotten kind of soft like you were saying and they haven't um the people who have been big looks for them this year isn't because of what they did it's because of what the people did like soldier boy that wasn't them being good at what they do now soldier boy is being a fucking clown and then like say with uh takashi that wasn't because of them that was because of Takashi. 
Yeah. Um. So I get it, it, it's still a good show. Um. But I typically go there not so much for for the interviews anymore, but like for like the other shit, like um, Donkey Today, and then like if there's something that happens, the like. There was a time I'm saying like 2014, we'll say that I would watch every fucking interview, no matter who it was, so I could see what they say. But now I only watch the fucking interviews if it's somebody who I find interesting. Yeah, same here. But um, yeah, so they get lifetime achievement award on that. But uh, mine would be um. My For the Culture Award goes to the show For the Culture. <laughs> I got you. With a Joe Button, uh, Remy Ma, Ryan, Ryan Jackson's twin, and uh, that dumb girl. <laughs> Say Ryan Jackson. <laughs> and look and demeanor. Uh, I'm super positive. Look at me. <laughs> For real. <laughs> I'm so militant, but I'm also <laughs> respectful. Um, cause I kind of, I'm kind of, well, last year, um, and moving into this year, I don't really care about guests as much anymore as the topics. Cause like our shows, like we do, we do topics and shit. So, and then seeing how Joe button bounces off of Remy and their insight on, the, on all the topics that are, they're going on in our culture they're very insightful and um and that's kind of and, and that's kind of what the breakfast club does in their interviews if things come up but taking out the people who are being interviewed because um uh and out of all four of them the, the only person who's who, who's annoying is uh i, I think her name is scotty beam because jinx is that because jinx is ryan jackson mm-hmm. so scotty <laughs> beam it's just annoying as fuck. She's so fucking militant. I and mean, she's uh, not militant. She's so she's pro she's pro black to a fault. If it, 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 that makes sense. And I was kind of hoping that for season two, they would kick her off, but they didn't. But, and then like that show set is fire. Uh, like the whole production on it is fire. And then like, they always have good topics. And then unlike say, Joe's last show, Everyday Struggle, is only one day a week. No, oh, yeah, I know. Cause if, cause the new, the new, Everyday Struggle is is actually pretty good with uh that dude uh Wayno. Yeah. He's pretty good, but it still shouldn't be fucking four days a week. It should be one. Yeah, I know. There's nothing you can talk about in hip hop culture every fucking day. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> you can talk about. Cause that show. Probably would have gotten it because uh, that's what that's what I had to, uh, probably the best comeback in, of last year because uh, when Joe left it was trash when they had a uh, star and and then they had star and Wayno it, it it had a lot of periods where it was just trash like now like it now like it's getting good again besides the fact that it's fucking four days but but affordable culture is is a perfect length of the episodes and it only comes out one. One day a week's so like, and then like they're very insightful. So like that's my um, uh, uh for the culture award. Do uh you still watch that? Nah, I I don't watch the yeah I watch I watch it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched it like recently. I I think last time I watched it was when uh when I was calling what's the name pussy on there. 
Okay. Uh, that's where because uh, he responded to uh, Eminem. Eminem. And that shit was funny. That shit yeah. was funny as hell. But they do hear some good topics, and the reason I I do like how Remy Ma always kind of goes at him, kind of like challenges him. Yep. To let him know like what's up. The Remy Ma portion on there is like she she powerful. She keeps she she, she yeah. got weight on there. Real. Hell yeah. Cause bro, uh, cause like I think we said on here a while ago, um, the Joe Button podcast will be good, but he has fucking yes been around because they're employed by him. Mm-hmm. And then like they ever don't really challenge him enough for me, or and then like have the same opinion that he has. But on this show, they have varying opinions, and then like again, two of them time, but they always have good fucking POV on, on like the topics and shit. So like that's why uh, that gets my for the culture award. All right, so then next we got surprise of the year. So this can be a person, uh, it can be good or bad surprise, something that just kind of um. Surprise you this year? My surprise of the well, year. last year, rather. Sorry. No, nah, you good. My surprise of last year was, uh, man, I can't, man, I can't think of his name. His name was like escaping me right now. Uh, is he a musician? No, no, no. He's uh, he's a rapper. Okay. The one I had, dang man, why well, I can't remember. You know what? Hold on. To the playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Logic. Really? Wow. Yeah. That surprised me. Yeah, he was he was my surprise guy because of the fact that no one I listened to a couple tracks here and there. He's very positive, trying to make change and all that. But on his last album, mm-hmm. he literally killed it to the point where I still I still listen to it. Listen to it working out, listen to it going to work. And some folks be like, damn, that's logic? It was like, yeah, that's that's logic. Like Those are some heavy bars he's spitting. And I got to give it to him, man. He, he To me, I think he just need more commercial audience because he, he don't have that commercial audience yet. I still I hear his, them playing it on certain commercials and all that, mm-hmm. like NBA-wise and all that, a uh, couple of songs, but he just needs that commercial audience so he can really get out there. And I also like him, uh, I think it was J. Cole. No, Eminem. He just came out to one of Eminem shows. I think he was uh, like a part of it, whatever, in Hawaii. And that was his yeah. first time meeting Eminem. Like Eminem came and saw him and shit, and he was just like uh, a fan. <laughs> like for real. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. just went to straight fan mode and just start putting, like, typing on Twitter, like, oh, I just met my idol, da 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 da, so and so. He said he fucking love me. Like, like straight up fan mode on Twitter. And you know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, I was happy for myself because I actually mm-hmm. kind of like seeing stars well folks that's you know getting money rappers and all that when they actually do meet their idols and people who they looked up to and they say they shit is dope and then they go in straight fan mode I think that's pretty cool yeah, that's, very, yeah, I agree. That, that's very genuine you know what I'm saying that mm-hmm. way that person ain't got big headed like you know I'm with him blah 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 nah it's, he's still a, he's a fan they probably made music together one of these days whatever the case may be but I'm hoping that this year he comes out 
Not well, he probably ain't gonna bust out no album because that album dropped out pretty. It came out late last year, didn't it? Came out late. So, and I think that's one of the reasons why his delivery it wasn't as good as it should because it came out like late, late. It came out like the same time. Hell, I want to say it came out like the same time uh, Lil Wayne dropped his album. Yeah, it did, I believe. Yep, Uh, either that same week or like in a um, book any week of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I just hope he come out with a couple more songs and you know get get that more of a get a more of a commercial it's almost kind of like how j cole's doing right now to be honest with you because yeah. <laughs> j cole he commercial died like i said but it took it took him a minute and he, he he said that in his damn in his song too he said i did it without having big commercials and all this shit and now i'm in the spotlight and it's getting even way bigger but I think logic. I mean, it's time, man. Cause some, cause the thing about him is a lot of folks don't know he can spit like yeah. that. I think that's what it is. It ain't even a topic. It's not even a topic. Cause he can tell stories too. He can tell stories. He can spit. But I don't think people think he can really rap. Everybody just kind of like, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like one of them kind of pushed aside. Cause like, uh, we we need to hear more. You know, maybe he, if he was featured on somebody's album, like, yo, I got Logic spitting, blah, 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 and he killed it, I think that will make a more of a way for him so folks can actually say, go back and actually listen to what he's trying to say or listen yeah. to, you know, the music he's putting out. Um, I think uh, here's my insight on Logic on on what his lane is, not saying it's lane he wants to be in, because uh, because logic is super positive and to me anyone who's super positive seems inauthentic um and and then because he has songs about suicide and shit and then like those weird wire 90s glasses he has on <laughs> yeah he, i know right <laughs> um he tends to attract more of the anglo-saxon fan base so and then that's why i think that and, and not like the kind of hood uh white people but like like the college kids like like the yuppies that type of shit because a lot of the anglo-saxon people i know love logic but you, you we're probably the only two black people i know that know who, who who he even is and i'm not saying that he caters to that audience but that audience caters to him yeah and <clears throat> that in terms of money wise that might be better for him because uh, from what I hear he sells out a lot of concerts and he does very well in terms of numbers but in terms of our culture hip hop culture in general he he he's not that popular and and he may never and then because if you're mixed but look more white people people count him as a white rapper yeah a lot of people think he white but then yeah. everybody find out like not even I, I don't even mean just black folks even white folks think he white but then they find yeah. out he mixed, and then they just like, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. And like those '90s wire George Costanza glasses are not helping this case. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Oh yeah, but that is a surprise to me because yeah, I didn't think you were gonna say Logic. Then the only Logic song that I've heard in its entirety was I think it's called Quentin Tarantino. No, is name is name is name Quentin Tarantino. That's that's the name of his album. No, his name uh Keanu Reeves, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That just, I think that just came out. I think yeah. that just came out. Yeah, because like that's on Spotify, uh, like that that uh 
rap playlist they have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only song of his that I've heard in its entirety. And it, it, it was pretty good, but then I was like, but then I was like, this guy's voice sounds weird. So then I had to go see who it was. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yep, it's called uh, Can I Reeves. Um, now, my surprise of the year, I think, would also a surprise you. This is a person that I've hated for a long, 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 long time. And I never gave their any other music a chance. And Lawrence, who's my brother, of course you know, um, but he always took up for this dude. And Lawrence, out of Lawrence and myself, you would think that he would be the more conservative when it comes to music, but he's a lot less. Um, but he's a lot less than I am. Like he's pretty liberal when it comes to music. I'm not. Yeah. Sometimes. But um, in terms of his interviews this year, that. His interviews this year were so good, and he had so many gems. It made me look past his very, very thick country accent, and I fuck with his project. And his project is probably one of the top ten of the year. It had a lot of good songs on there, and dropping some gems on it. But and his whole Vigic kind of turns turns you off as well. But then, like, and then, but since I started fucking with him, his album been in pretty heavy a rotation. And then I've gone back into like his old shit, and like it's all pretty good too. But um, you have any idea who I'm talking about? Nah, I'm lost on that one. I'm talking about Kodak Black. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's that Z shit. It's that Z shit. <laughs> that shit go hard though. I ain't gonna lie. Feel like being a venom on God. Feeling <laughs> like I still do fraud. Yeah. And uh, his interview on fucking Hot 97, he was all the way in the right. <laughs> And fucking Ebro trying to get a moment so fucking bad. Yeah. He looked so good on that shit, man. Like, like this nigga is a real, he's he, a motherfucker, real one, bro. Cause he was, he was all the way right. And yeah. then he had like interview with fucking Woo Kid, who was trash. And, uh, <laughs> he also said some cold ass shit. Cause he was like, like, yeah, man, I'm motherfucking I'm trying to sign me shit, man. Cause I'm fucking Boosie. Well, I would do uh, do the online impression of him, but he said that fucking Boosie called him, like, trying to get him to sign with Boosie. And then Boosie's like, yeah, I, I, uh, show what did Boosie say? Boosie said, I heard your album in my Phantom or something like that. And then Boosie, and then Kodak Black was like, why the fuck you talking about your fucking Phantom? I don't care about that shit, bro. What the fuck I got to do with your life? Like, that's some real shit. Like, Cause dudes be trying to brag about shit. He said that shit ain't important. I don't care mm-hmm. how you listen to my album. Like, don't try to stone me like that. Like, like this dude, dude dropping some gems. And then like, uh, on all of his uh, on on all of his Breakfast Club interviews, like y'all were talking about the Bible and stuff. Like, uh, and I think that's cool. And then um, the day after, like he had a terrible uh shit with Hot 97, like. He came to the Breakfast Club and had the best interview he's ever had. And, like, it was night and day between the fucking Hot 97 and, and and the fucking Breakfast Club. Then, like, he also was, like, he was talking to this girl. He wanted to send her uh, a gift to her house. Yeah. And the chick was, like, it better be no um, something. He was, like, what does it matter if it is that? Like, I'm trying to get to know you. I'm sending you a gift. Don't be so fucking stuck about shit like that's that motherfucker. That motherfucker's a real one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped his fucking gems and then like his album. 
I'll probably say about 80% of that shit go hard as fuck. Uh, the first song go hard. Like, the whole album fucking good, bro. So, yeah, it's like, he's a surprise because he's been out for years, but he look a fucking grimming. <laughs> he look crazy. His teeth look crazy. He talk crazy, but but the boy, the boy lost a little bit. Like Jay goes, that boy needs some guidance, but yeah. he 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 can make it. He can make it though. He just needs some guidance. See, uh, Cole was a little bit wrong in that. Like when he first came out, he did, but like nah, he still needs some guidance, now, nah, bro. I think he still needs some guidance because some of the shit he still said. Crazy. What do he do? Bro, it's just the shit he be saying. It don't even some of that shit don't make no sense. Like it's almost like too, like you can tell the boy didn't. You can tell the boy didn't graduate. No one. <laughs> that's that's one of the things. Two, you know he came out the hood like some projects and some shit like that. And some yeah, shit, he fresh out the hood. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, granted, a little bit of shit he calmed down on, but yeah, still like what Ebro was. They was up here trying to holler, like glorify, but. He, the dude, boy, man, got proud because he already talking about, he was on there talking about Master P saying, oh, Master P, he did that. No, Master P trying to guide you. He trying to put money No, no, body. thank you for bringing it up. No, but he was 100% right for the Master P because Master P was trying, was trying to rape that nigga. Not physically, mm, but I don't think so. I don't think yes, so. he was, bro. That's what Master P always be doing. Nah, yeah, thank man. you for that. He like, was 100% right, man, because nah. he was like, don't give me game and then charge me. That's real shit, bro. <laughs> How the fuck am I speaking about you some advice and then the fuck ask for some points off his album, bro? That's some whole ass shit, bro. That's another thing that's wrong with people in hip-hop culture will say. They don't fucking share the game. Like, some people do, but a lot of these motherfuckers, like Baby, Master but P. I don't think Master P, Master P ain't like that, man. Trust yes, me. he is, bro. Nah. He fucked over uh, fucking Mia X. Nah, hell nah. And Mexico. Cause he and was- Pimp C. Cause and he, my nigga Pepsi. Cause he the one who put Snoop Dogg on and did it when Snoop Dogg was getting his money when he was doing his old project stuff like Al. Cause Snoop Dogg say too. He said in an interview, he said he didn't ask for none of that shit when I was doing my solo shit and I still had an album with him. He was like he was doing that uh that Top Dog shit and all that, which yeah. went platinum and all that shit. He was like he didn't ask for none of that damn money at all. He was like that was all me. And then Snoop Dogg is all, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Keep going, I'm sorry. And then he said, and then as soon as he dropped the last meal, which was the last album on Masterpiece Shit No Limit Shit, which was like it was more him, it wasn't that down south shit. It was like more him. Shit, after that, that was it. People was like, Hey, you you done, man. That was the last album. You good, man. Go ahead, you do your thing. Like straight up. Cause the cause Snoop had his money back and he was back on top again. Instead of from when he left Death Row, he was at this starving and all the money and shit was gone. So he went to P. P had him do a little down south shit. First album sounded like it was some down south shit. Then the second album was like a mixture between West and the South. And then mm-hmm. then he went and did the Top Dog shit, which is straight West Coast. He went back to his West Coast shit. And it just sounded just like him. And then when he dropped the last meal, then after that, that was done. It was like three albums, and he was done. Three or four albums, and he was done. And then he was just like, P ain't did shit. P was like, he was like, P put me on. P ain't asking no fucking money. None of that shit. He was telling me how to get my dogs. He was telling him, don't go back to the West Coast right now because it's hot down there and all the other shit. Because with the, after the Tupac and shit incident, and Suge Knight wasn't in jail and shit like that. He was like, nah. He's, well, Shit Knight was in jail, my fault. And he was yeah, just he like, wasn't it, that part. It, yeah. it still was hot. And he was just mm-hmm. like, nah. And he said, he the only one who got my rights from he, from uh, Suge Knight, because Suge Knight was in prison. 
So he had to go talk to him like, hey, man, I need you to sign this so this man can go. I give you this money and then that, let that be that. And he was like, he was the only one. He was like, everybody else was scared. <laughs> Bro, so, okay. So to rebut that, uh, let me cross-examine you, right? So what year was that? From what? Roughly. When uh, Snoop did all that shit, like roughly, like that was circa 90s, 9 to 2001 or something, right? Like 98, 99, 2000, 2001, yeah. Okay. And then. 2002-ish. Three years. What was. Yeah. Nah, I don't think it was that late. I'm, I'm thinking like 97 to 99, maybe 2000. What was the state of No Limit at that point? No Limit, they still was cranking out Al. But it exactly. wasn't. It, it was still cranking out albums, but it wasn't like how it used to be. At that point, yeah. Cash Money was like like yeah. on top, solidified. Now, fast forward nearly twenty years. What's the status of No Limit right now? Shit, not existing. Exactly. So that's why Master P was being on that fuck shit, trying to get fucking caught that black money, bro, because he need that shit now. Master P been fucking raping his son financially for years. Because he ain't got shit popping no more, bro. How Kodak told that story, bro. I like, I know it, he would be on that same fuck shit the fucking Shrug Knight was on back in the day, the fucking baby be on. How, how they be trying to, how, how, they, how they don't get these niggas a game. He gave Snoop the game because Snoop was a fucking big name artist who could take fucking no limit to the next three, four years, he had respect for him, but he don't respect Kodak. You do not give 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 a young boy some game and then charge him for it. Now, if Kodak, like like Charlemagne said, offered him some money and some thanks, that's cool, but like him, him giving some, him, him giving uh, Kodak some advice and then charge him for it, it's a fucked ass shit. It's a fuckboy ass shit, bro. <laughs> in my opinion. So, I felt Kodak on that. And then, Kodak ain't did nothing crazy in a long time that I can recall. Now he looks crazy because he got that deep ass southern accent. He sounds dumb, but he, I don't think he's dumb, bro. He he he's got that deep ass southern accent. Because unfortunately, southern accents, thick southern accents, make people sound unintelligent yeah. for whatever reason, right or wrong. Yeah. But uh, yep. So last but not least, who was your new artist of the year? New artist of the year. Alright, my new artist of the year. Uh 2018, Carly B. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And she she's still on fire now. (laughs) I saw that one coming. Um, but yeah. And uh she's finally winning me over a little bit, man. A little bit. Oh, that's good. That's good. That means her album better than her damn husband. <laughs> I know, I know it was gonna sell. I know it's sold, boy. I can tell you that. He's oh, yeah, never yeah. even gonna match her. She, her, one of her singles are probably man. His, one of her singles crushed his damn album sales. That's how probably bad that shit gonna turn out. But whatever. Yeah. Long as he got Carly, how he should look. He was like, hell, I'm getting paid either way. It go fuck it. <laughs> Who would imagine that Cardi B would be the dominant person in that marriage? Hey, for real. Because Amigo was the hottest fuck for years and years and years. Yeah. Um, 
my favorite Cardi B bar that of the bars I've heard is when she said that she was God's gift to a dick. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> That's intriguing. Offset is a lucky man. Yeah, I That's know. Why right? Like he had a whole tour of him trying to get her back. Hey, Carly, bro, I'm sorry what I did to you, bro. I ain't gonna do that to you, bro. You know what I'm dog? <laughs> yeah, um, I am not surprised by that, and I can't argue. I, I want to argue that Cardi B was trash for a long time, but um, I can't do it anymore. Um, and I, I, I want to take take a. Nikki's side, but she's so petty and she's so childish. I just hate her more and more each day. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and, and the money was good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was really and good. And that was a good video because it had titties in it. Mm, yeah, yeah. I saw I've seen it like one time. Yeah. I think I might have saw it twice, but like both times, I know it had titties in it because I'm a child. <laughs> um, but my new artist of the year may be a little surprising, but I will say, little baby. That ain't surprising because as you said Cause earlier, that would kind yeah. of you think you're gonna lean that way. <laughs> and for all the reasons. Uh, I said before, man, like he had, he, he was part of a lot of looks, uh, uh, that song with Drake he put out. Um, also he self-deprecated because, because the one song he said, bitch, I'm a baby. Wang, wang, wang. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really good. Um, and I think there is room for improvement, but I think that 2019 is going to be a good year for him too. But he he, he could just fade away like all the other rappers do, but yeah. but yeah. But in, t- in terms of 2018, of people who who I had first heard about in that year, he was probably the best. All right, so that that is our best of 2018. Um, if anyone in the audience likes this list or they don't, they can tell us what theirs are in those categories, and we love. We, I would love to hear it. Um, and like we usually do. I don't want to take up too much more of your time here, but uh, what should we do for March's episode? Because, of course, now we're getting back to our top five in no particular order. Because I know that we were saying they wanted to do um, top five underrated rappers. No, top five trash. (laughs) All right, yeah. That was underrated or trash? We did overrated, which is trash. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, underrated. Yeah, there you go. Wasn't it like no? It wasn't was there like a top five underrated? Because I remember you had brought up PMC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there like another one that we were discussing as well? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do that one then, because uh, I, I think got my top five already on that one. Yeah. Most of them are going to be from the south, but not but not Atlanta. <laughs> yeah so that's what we'll do next time for the episode in March um let's see so that's pretty much it do you remember our sign off that we made last episode nah. <laughs> it was on a, it was on some level like hey you might good. not be feeling it you might be but you gotta admit that shit was dope as fuck <laughs> it was like on a level like that 
<laughs> yeah. That yeah, that sounds pretty accurate. Um so we'll uh next month we'll definitely have it all the way down from the proper sign off. So like that's what we're using right now. Until next